Hey yo, what's going on everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. I am your host. Not Rosenberg, I'm Homage the Lion Killer. But you can call me David. Because we know each other, right? Thanks for tuning in everybody, I know it's been a while. I've been busy doing stuff, I, I moved got a new place so I've been setting everything up I had to get my internet set up and everything else that goes along with that shit and um I also went on a couple trips I went out to the Black Rock Desert uh what was that the end of last month I believe it was and that was amazing went out there with a bunch of friends friends of friends and uh they had motorcycles little mini bikes we were riding around uh, everyone's dressed up all ridiculous. There was a giant stapler that shot fireballs. So it was a bunch of Burning Man people. If you don't know what Burning Man is, look it up. It used to be a fun thing that happened. Not anymore. Not since COVID. But uh, we did our own thing, and it was really fun, man. I did a bunch of psychedelic drugs and fucking hung out with my brother and my friends, man. It was pretty awesome. A nice little... uh what do they call it? Mental health day. <laughs> it was nuts, man. This fucking sky was all geometric shapes and like moving. It, it was insane. Same with the the playa. So th- it's a giant dry lake bed in the Black Rock Desert in the middle of Nevada. And it's just amazing. It's this giant flat surface, completely dry. There's no water. There's no trees. There's no plants. It's just uh, playa dust, this alkaline dust, and it's a really surreal experience to be out there, especially when you're on drugs and stuff, but you don't even got to do that, but we did. So that was fun, and then right after that, I went right into uh, going on like another trip, a camping trip to the Sequoias out there by Fresno, the uh, biggest trees in the world, absolutely amazing place as well, Uh, camped out there. For one night, maybe two nights. Nah, just one night. And it's just amazing to be around these gigantic trees. I saw the biggest tree in the world. It's called the General Sherman tree. The All these trees are named after the government in some way. There's like the Senate grove of trees, the Congress trees, the general this, general that. Which is kind of lame. It's like there's no David tree or just regular Tom from next door tree. All named after the government, and I think there's some symbolic things going on there, like the government is the biggest and the best thing, and all that stuff ruling over everything. Because when you're in there, in these, uh, in the giant forest, as it's called, it is you feel like a tiny person, like you're just so insignificant in comparison to these ancient two, three thousand year old trees that are just humongous. Like it's it's hard to fathom how big these trees really are. So I wanted to see those. Because I had never seen them before. I've been to the Redwoods, which are also amazing. Uh, but it's just a different climate. It's a different... It's just a different forest. And uh, California is just so abundant with the beautiful areas. Because you got the Redwoods up north. You got the Sequoias to the south. And just the whole Sierra Nevada range is just absolutely breathtaking. Uh, so we did that. And then uh, decided to drive back through Yosemite... And uh, unfortunately, as we're driving up, we see that there's these big flashing signs and uh, it's reservation only to even go into Yosemite. To even fucking step foot in there for for five minutes, you have to have a reservation, which is absolutely insane. And I needed to go down this road. I had already gotten so far, but in order to get home, I had to drive through uh, Tioga Pass, which... uh, Goes through Yosemite, but everything said reservation only. So I was pissed, man. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, but luckily, we read the fine print, and it said that you can drive through. They'll make an exception for you. Uh, they'll give you a little pass. You still have to pay the park entrance fee, even though you can't enjoy the park. Uh, but they'll let you drive through it, And uh, you're, but you're not allowed to stop. You're not allowed to look at anything unless there's an emergency. So we had like 100 emergencies and, uh, you know, spent like six hours there just driving around, checking things out, man, in the Yosemite Valley. One of the most amazing, 
most beautiful places I've ever been to in the world. Like how big these rocks are. And it's, it's just crazy. Some of the biggest waterfalls in the world. I think it's like, I don't know, seven out of the 10 highest waterfalls. Let's see how many high waterfalls in Yosemite. <laughs> what is it? Da, 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 da. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot of big ass waterfalls, like pretty insane. Yosemite Falls is the the one in particular drops 2,425 feet. And if you look on my Instagram, that's the one where I'm doing a waterfall. I'm drinking that whole waterfall. It was quite good. So I went and saw that, jumped in the Merced River, swam around a bit, and then went home. And it was just beautiful. Man, I love that area. And it's just one of those places that's so overrun with people because there's it's so awesome. And it just causes the government to be the government and fucking ruin it and way too many rules. Uh, I'll tell you a little story of one time I went to Yosemite. I went there with my friend of mine years ago. And we decided we're just going to go up there and like hike to the top of Nevada Falls. And you can look up Nevada Falls. It's just this massive gargantuan waterfall. Like so much water is going over this thing. And it's absolutely amazing. This was back when I was making my movie, Languages Art. So I got a bunch of people to say lines in Yosemite, which was kind of cool. But uh, my friend had just gotten his weed card. And this was back when weed was super illegal still. And you'd get in a bunch of trouble. They could take you to jail, whatever. And uh, he was bragging to me how he had his medical card and how he could smoke as much weed as he wants. And nobody could do anything to him. Because he's uh, above the law now. So we're smoking a bunch of weed the whole time. Driving up there in the car. Just fucking all over the place. Smoking bowls. And uh, I had some mushrooms on me too. Because I was going to do a little bit a little bit of those. Kind of amplify the, the hiking situation a little bit. And then we get up there. And my friend is just way too high. <laughs> trying to drive. Which I don't condone that. But a lot of people do it. And he's like way too, well, nah, he was driving fine. He just took a wrong turn and he's like trying to turn around. And then this nat- this uh, park ranger bitch fucking rides up on her bicycle. And we thought she was, she was just like saying, waving hello to us or going to give us directions. But she pulls us over on the bike. And then he turns into this whole thing. They search the whole car. Uh, find a bunch of Dan's weed, not mine, thankfully. And they didn't find my mushrooms either. And then they just took it, so kind of started off on a bad start because as soon as we got into the park, they stole all the weed, all the Dan's weed. But I think he still had, like, some oil left, and he's one of those guys who has, like, five different ways to smoke and all that stuff. So we still had some, but it kind of, you know, rubbed us the wrong way. Uh, But nonetheless, we still went on our hike, and we didn't get, like, any of the permits that we needed because there was a bunch of shit you got to do, and we were just like, fuck that. (laughs) <laughs> which we realize is the wrong thing to do now. And uh, we we went up there, hiked to the top of Nevada Falls, up the Mist Trail is what it's called, which is just one of the most breathtaking trails on the planet. And uh, you're not allowed to camp up there. You're not allowed to do anything. You got to be in like the special designated areas, which I understand, but we're like, whatever, we're going to do it anyways. Just hide away from the the trail and no one will see us. So uh, we camped up there and we had like a little fire, which is a huge thing you're not allowed to do. But we were like inside of a cave and there was no way we could have caught anything on fire. Plus we know we're good campers. We know what we're doing. But um, in the middle of the night, there were these hikers walking through the forest and they all had headlamps on. And then we just saw how we had filled up the whole forest with smoke And it was just bad. We were like, dude, they definitely know we're here. So the next day, (laughs) we're walking down. And then we get pulled over on the the mist trail, like overlooking this waterfall. It's the most amazing, beautiful scenery you've ever seen. And we're just pulled over, like sitting there, like a couple of gang members fucking pulled over in the hood, sitting on the curb. And that's how they were treating us. They're just lecturing us and trying to interrogate us, asking where we're camping. Did we have a fire? Were we on top of Nevada Falls? Which, of course, we said no. So we were somewhere else. And absolutely no fires. 
And then, uh, anyways, they ended up giving us a bunch of tickets and, you know, trying to act like they were cutting us some slack by getting us in trouble, but not in as much trouble as they could have, so they say. So, I guess what I'm trying to get at here is uh, be careful if you're going into your national parks, because even if weed or whatever is legal in the state that you're in, once you get into the national park, that's like federal land. And it doesn't matter. It's the federal government's law. They can do whatever they want to you. And the park rangers have like even more power than regular cops. And they have guns and shit. And I'm sure they'd be happy to shoot you just like the regular cops are. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you don't do it like how we do it. And uh, you'll be good if you're going with your family and stuff. But if you're going to party, be careful because they might just getcha and with that we'll listen to the new peter rosenberg album real late this is the first track off of that featuring vel the wonder dope song La 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 with the good time flows Think about my bitches in the good time hoes uh-huh. Time will tell where the good time goes Real rowdy at, we gon' let the good times roll I'm mistaken, my baby, she acting real crazy Bombing on a Sunday, Monday, she acting real lazy Come back with no shoelaces More blue faces, more cruel cases Hey, she smacking real ladies Real in the greenest block, welcome to the chronic Four skills, samurai, pull katana out the comic, yeah I'll make them sick, marijuana out the vomit Invigorating my skin, terracotta, cop the tonic 2001, still Dre bumping up miles of sun Explosive, now most of them got the gun The next episode is where the ride will be done Now to be one, you need Sakalaka. Yeah, that girl can rap, huh? And Peter Rosenberg, just a legend in the game, keeping it keeping it alive for the real hip hop. Just like the guy said, and playing that shit on the mainstream radio stations. Somebody's got to do it. So shout outs to them. That's a really good album. You should listen to it if you're into uh that kind of music. You got a bunch of cool features on there. You got West Side Gun, you got uh Method Man, you got Crime Apple, which I'm gonna play. Uh, one of his new tracks, he he dropped Don Juan, uh, no, Juan Pan, Juan Pan Part 2, which is really dope, and we'll get to that in a little bit. I was going to play some new Lloyd Banks, that new Ransom, and we'll wrap it up with a little bit of self-titled, a little throwback from the self-titled, the motherfucking mother molester, as he is known, the landmine lieutenant. So, uh, where was I? Yeah, just talking about national parks. It was amazing. It was fun. It was cool. Highly recommend going to check out the Sequoias. Absolutely breathtaking. And uh, my thing was, I wanted to get there before they burned down. But as I went there and I read more about them and I learned, I learned that the Sequoias actually thrive off of wildfire. So they should be safe even uh, in the midst of the worst wildfire season ever, which is what a lot of people are calling for, including my friend who work, who's worked for the Wildland Fire Service for many years now. And he says that this year he's never seen anything like it. And he thinks that it's going to be like apocalyptic status with uh, the fires here. So that's crazy. And if you're in that area that's prone to wildfires, California in particular, but all over, man, they're fucking happening everywhere. Oregon, Washington, Colorado, Texas, Arizona, like 
anywhere it can catch on fire, anywhere they can point the laser beams. And on top of that, you got them spraying the chemtrails all the time, which nobody talks about. It's just one of those things that fucking everybody ignores, and we just pretend it isn't happening, like the government doesn't control the fucking weather. That's just something people can't wrap their minds around. I've come to accept that, and uh, but I still talk about it and point it out. I don't care how crazy I look. At least I'm aware. Uh, so the chemtrails are drying out the trees. They're killing the forest. And that's something I knew, I noticed when I was driving around the mountains uh, last week. Was that the forest is totally dead. Half the trees are dead. And that makes for a crazy wildfire season. Because these fires get so hot, they can burn trees that are alive. But when you have a bunch of just dead trees that are like prime firewood... All all it'll take is one match to set this whole fucking state up. And Nevada, too. Nevada just kicked off uh, the wildfire season with a little little fire over there in Jack's Valley, by where I live. But it was extinguished in record time. So, yeah, the chemtrail thing is just something that will always get me. And the fact that the information is out there, you can research all the stuff they've done with regards to weather modification. It's almost 100 years old now. Uh, the fact that the government's been influencing the weather through various means, seeding the clouds, whatever. And uh, and then you you add to the equation the HARP technology and all the stuff that goes with that, the ionospheric heaters, which are all over the planet now. It's not just that spot in Alaska that has this type of technology. That was like a testing ground for it. And now they have mobile units. They have stuff on the ocean. They have... All these various installations across the United States and across the globe at large, and uh, all these different towers that emit these electromagnetic frequencies that allow them to manipulate storm systems. And they can even seed the clouds using plasma. So, just straight up using like electricity and uh, it's these things called scalar waves, which is some crazy fucking technology. I'm not gonna act like I know how to fucking write the equation on the chalkboard with this shit. But uh, I know what's happening, and I've listened to some very smart people explain to me how it works. And this is uh, military technology, and that's what it is. We're living in a fucking military-dominated world where the entire sky has been ionized. It's basically been turned into a giant computer screen type of thing where they can send out communication signals, uh, use it for surveillance purposes, and as a weapon system as well. For things like the directed energy weapon technology that they got going. Fucking shit for the space fence. Space technology, satellite shit. Who knows what the fuck is going on. But the chemtrails are a huge part of it. And that's why they're kept under wraps. And yet right in front of your face. And it's interesting to note that. How it could be happening right in front of your face. Day after day after day. And... You can point to it and and show that it's physically happening for sure. And yet people will still not believe it. And then the reason why, obviously, is because it's not being told to them by an authority figure. It needs to be taught in school through the common core curriculum or or explained to you by someone on the news or by fucking Joe Biden or any any number of these clowns can tell it to you, but if a logical, regular person, such as myself, tries to explain it to you, or other researchers who are much more credible than myself, uh, if they explain it to you, it just doesn't matter, people ignore it, or act like it doesn't happen, or people just don't want to look into it and and want to deny the existence of it because it shatters their worldview. Uh, I don't know, there's a bunch of different reasons for it. Call it cognitive dissonance. But then at the same time, so so you have the chemtrails happening right above your head every day, spraying the sky. It's been going on for at least 20 years. This aspect of it, weather control has been going on for much longer. But uh, you have this happening all the time right in front of your face. And then you have the COVID pandemic where the the effects of it and the people who, you know, all these people are supposed to be sick, right? But we're not really seeing it and it hasn't really been noticeable the entire duration of the pandemic there's been hot spots here and there but at the end of the day it's pretty much like the regular flu and yet you have a bunch of people believing in that 
some shit they can't see, but they're being told that it's real. And that's all it takes for people to, uh, to be scared and to accept the existence of it is just the establishment has to co-sign the narrative and they have to provide you with the narrative in order for people to accept it and, and be scared of it basically. So it's just a interesting thing to know. And, you know, this past year has been really crazy and a lot of people have turned into you know, self-proclaimed activists acting like they care what the government is doing and like they're out for justice and all of that when really they're just joining movements that have been provided to them from the top for the purpose of controlling the public and they use these movements that they've created as a way of just furthering their control system. It's like the Hegelian dialectic where you have the thesis, antithesis, and then the synthesis. You create the problem uh, which which compels a reaction so you can come through and provide the solution that was your, your original atten- intention the whole time. So this is the system that's used to control us, and most people will never be able to see outside of it. They just don't possess the critical thinking abilities they're too heavily indoctrinated maybe if you got them when they were a little kid you'd be able to convince them otherwise but people are so deeply ingrained in the system and and just so heavily invested in it that it becomes really really difficult to break someone out of their mind control state and it's sad and there's probably like 95% of the population are just too far gone And with the advancement of technology and all of the new shit that's coming out, you know, week on a weekly basis, it's, it's allowing for the, like the complete control of the mind. And we're pretty much at that point where pretty soon they're going to get to the brain chip implant being like a, a common everyday thing that, that they're going to convince us that we have to take it or else we're going to be left behind. And we're not going to be able to compete in the job environment because you got this dude over here with the fucking, you know, 20 gigs of RAM up uploaded into his brain competing against this normal guy who's just an idiot in comparison. So I guess we just have to wait and see where things go, but technology is getting crazy and this vaccine technology that they want to inject everybody with is just, I've been talking about it this whole year pretty much and whatever it is, I am highly suspicious of it, especially the fact that they want to manipulate people and bribe them into getting it. Uh, with things like lotteries and some states are offering a free truck or a free gun or a lot of places are doing free beers and free weed. It's just it's just crazy. When have they ever done this? When have they ever offered incentives for people to be healthy? They've never once mentioned ways to boost the immune system. They've never once mentioned that you should be taking vitamins, that you should be drinking Lots of water, getting sunlight, and and doing things to reduce your anxiety and stress. These are things that help your immune system. But there's never been any mention of that. The only solution that has ever been provided since the get-go was this vaccination. Which isn't even a vaccination. It's some sort of treatment, some technology treatment that injects you with who the fuck knows. So, uh, shit's mad suspect. I wouldn't recommend it. But they're going to make life pretty fucking hard if you decide not to get it. We'll figure it out, though. And people who think that you have to have it at this point to travel, that's just not true. All you have to have is a negative test. So, And even if you do have the vaccine, you could still test positive for COVID. So what the fuck's the point? I don't know. But how about we just listen to this new Lloyd Banks? It's like I'm 12 years old again. Lloyd Banks is dropping projects. And this guy has like the coolest rapping voice. So let's just admire this rapper. Lloyd Banks, propane.
hundred dollar bills for sit-up drills My Benji reps ignorant and I don't give two fucks with Fendi Fs Learning by habit, consistency made the memory stretch Turn you to an addict, your lady, you kiss the Bentley chest Dig your way out the ground and spend a century stressed I get you stomped off seniority, shouldn't tempt the vets Uh, play your haters, make my temper flex Twenty years of pushing this pen, an instrumental threat Deaf to haters, can't even be here in spirit Killer nigga set up his GoFundMe and steal it Designer chronic pockets reeking out the air vent I can show you where the body shit can't teach you how to wear it It's a waste going back and forth, success will really kill him Bowling like Russell Westbrook, Bill or Wilson, give me rappers, I'ma kill some Mumblers on my jacket, drop the remains in traffic Clubbing like I'm barbaric, star habits Nothing is the same, these niggas don't deserve the rock Run them out the game, they love it when we serve the block This is cocaine, the temperature's falling and this shit ain't gonna change Nigga drive safely, I'm swerving out of lane The pain is strong enough to make a nigga go insane We just want the money, y'all can have the fame Promise I remain, put it on my chain Propane, uh, dumbest justification is it's working. That's a cubic flash. Everybody just can't be hating my nigga. You just trash. Ass kisses dropping the knees. You need the UN pads. I ain't seen you niggas since teens. To hope you're doing bad. Country of the serpent, y'all hole in bed with the snake. Black fitted reeds. When was America great? In the bootleg era, left competition dead on the tape. Kryptonite the super saver hole. Infrared on your cape. Shit, I'm lying. Get me amputated. Cradle to the casket, homie. Nothing about me animated. Only use the cash emoji. Everybody make mistakes. Let nothing. Out the past control me Married to the motherfucking gang Frozy matrimony Hate when they compare me The niggas never been even son Hammer to a hand grenade Cannon to a BB gun Pussy talking slick about me Who you think was feeding them I pull up on you all four quarters Let the meter run Nothing is the same These niggas don't deserve the rock Run them out the game They love it when we serve the block This is cocaine The temperature's falling And this shit ain't gonna change Nigga drive safely I'm swerving out of lane The pain is strong enough To make a nigga go insane We just want the money Y'all can have the fame Promise I remain Put it on my chain Propane Sir, Lloyd Banks, propane. The guy's got bars. He's got bars. He's got the voice, too. Did it all independently this go-around. Doesn't even have 50 Cent with him. I think they broke up, though. Didn't they have a big falling out? 50 Cent made made his living off of beef. That's why he was, he, That's why he liked Takashi. Yeah, that kid did the same shit. What happened to him? What's he doing now? I thought he had like a $10 million record deal. He's going to make a fucking record in Spanish or something. Yes, we'll have to wait and see. I didn't mind a lot of some of Takachi's music. The kid was a fucking clown and a disgrace, but some of his shit was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, music. What's going on with music? Do I even still fucking make music? I haven't come out with anything much lately, but I have a bunch of music that I've been writing, first of all. I did lose my notebook, which I think I talked about on here. I got that shit stolen from me. Bunch of songs, my newer songs. So that sucked, but whatever. can always write more songs. Uh, Yeah, I got like a whole album worth of shit. Maybe a little more than that. Maybe like two albums. But I just, trying to figure out what to do in terms of releasing it in the proper way with the right campaign and stuff. Like, here's something you don't know unless you're really in the music business or, or or trying to get into it. Not saying that I'm, like, established in it. I'm fucking starting out. Um, but there's a lot that goes into it, man. There's a lot of, as far as the strategies and the money and stuff, because it sucks to put out a project, something you spent so much time on and so much effort, and then just have it go nowhere. Like, that's the worst, man. Because you you spend, like I said, a lot of time and effort on your music and you want it to do well. You want it to get the appreciation it deserves. Now, some people's shit is just whack, but having the proper strategy is so important. So that's what I've been kind of trying to focus on lately. Um, but yeah, new music coming soon. I'm going to be releasing a single here pretty soon called, uh, what the fuck is it called? Oh, in the wrong hands, wrong hands. That's what it's called. 
actually produced by Homage, not me, but Homage Beats. That's the reason I changed my name to Homage the Lion Killer, because there's another Homage in the rap world. And he has like he's like way more well known. <laughs> he's a producer. And he's pretty dope. So I got one of his beats. I had to. And uh maybe someday there will be a homage squared album. We'll see. So yeah, this this song's pretty dope, but I gotta do a bunch of shit in order to get it ready and put it out. And that'll kind of be my single for the album. And and I got a bunch of music that I'm so excited to share with you guys. Uh, somehow I still got some people who are supporting me through this, even though I'm not really doing much in terms of releasing music. Now it's like, it's so quick. The, the pace of, of the music industry, it's just like, you know, bi-monthly people are putting shit out. Um, you can look at Conway the Machine, how many projects he put out last year. Like, it's incredible, man. He, the guy is a machine. He just keeps fucking going. So I got to get on that type of shit. And just be putting project after project out, which I could, but if no one's listening to them, then it, it's a lot of work for nothing. You're better off having a, a strategy and a campaign and a plan for what you're doing just in terms of like a business thing and just, you know, making a sustainable career out of it, which is what I would like to do eventually. I mean, I love it and that's why I do it and I love the people who support my music, obviously I do it for them. But uh, ideally, you want to have it so it's legit. You're doing like big shows. You got you got a sustainable income that's coming in and selling merch and all that. And in order to do that, your music has to be in front of a lot of people so you can find the right fans. And uh, then you got to turn those fans into, I don't know, customers, whatever, dude. There's a lot of fucking shit that goes into it. And I guess that's been deterring me from just putting shit out and having it get like a hundred views or whatever. Like, it's like, damn, do I suck that bad? Nah, just playing. So yeah, new music coming soon. Whatever. Um, I was on the internet last night listening to, I just scrolled across this thing and it was, uh, this presentation by this one reporter, from Fox News, it was Tucker Carlson. Maybe you've heard of him. Actually a pretty good reporter as far as mainstream standards go. One of the guys who's actually saying a little bit more than the other people, although he won't say it all. None of them will. They'll never mention the chemtrails. But um, he was talking about what happened on the 6th of January with the the supposed insurrection of all the, the racist MAGA Trump supporters who raided the Capitol and they were going to take over the government, which was a... It was a bunch of bullshit from the start. Way over-exaggerated. People were comparing it to 9-11 when it was like, yeah, just not. There's no comparison there. But it was one of those things that was used to further demonize Trump and his, you know, that segment of the population to divide people more and to, you know, introduce the Patriot Act Part 2 type of shit. But Tucker Carlson came out on mainstream-ass TV and exposed how it was the FBI who was behind all that. And and uh, alternative news sources were saying that from the get-go. The mainstream media, if they ever jump on board, is always like six months to a year behind uh, the, the alternative media who gets on that shit immediately. But yeah, the government is admitting in its own documents now that the FBI was part of these groups and actually like assembling these people and radicalizing them and like uh what's the word they're like bribing them with mum with money to to do these the things that happened on the 6th to do this like weird insurrection thing the storming of the capital and this is nothing new with the FBI they've they'll like they'll take somebody and turn them into a terrorist straight up and then like give them bombs and shit and tell them to go blow up a building and then they'll go arrest them. The guy that they made into a terrorist and the the person that they convinced to do this crime. And this is a fact. I'll post a link to it. I was going to play it on the show, but it's like 10 minutes of Tucker Carlson just talking, talking, talking. Um, you know what? Actually, I'm going to play a little bit of it just so you get the idea of what's going on. Because it's pretty interesting and it's pretty crazy that this was on mainstream media. It's like, 
You don't really hear that shit much. Um, and I'm bear with me here because I'm gonna play it on my phone into the mic. We'll see how it works because I don't got all these fancy gear. But let's see. And speaking of January 6th, why there's still so many things, basic factual matters that we don't understand about that day? Why is the Biden administration preventing us from knowing? Why is the administration still hiding more than 10,000 hours of surveillance tape from the U.S. Capitol on January 6th? What could possibly be the reason for that? Even as they call for more openness, we need to get to the bottom of it. They could release those tapes today, but they're not. Why? We ought to be asking those questions urgently, because as the Attorney General reminded us today, a lot depends on the answers. And at least one news organization is asking that, Revolver News. It's a new site. It's turned out to be one of the last honest outlets on the Internet. A new piece on Revolver.News suggests an answer to some of these questions. We know that the government is hiding the identity of many law enforcement officers who were present at the Capitol on January 6th, not just the one who killed Ashley Babbitt. According to the government's own court filings, those law enforcement officers participated in the riot, sometimes in violent ways. We know that because without fail, the government has thrown the book at most people who are present in the Capitol on January 6th. There was a nationwide dragnet to find them, and many of them are still in solitary confinement tonight. But strangely, some of the key people who participated on January 6th have not been charged. Look at the documents. The government calls those people unindicted co-conspirators. What does that mean? Well, it means that in potentially every single case, they were FBI operatives. Really? In the Capitol on January 6th. For example, one of those unindicted co-conspirators is someone government documents identify only as Person 2. According to those documents, Person 2 stayed in the same hotel room as a man called Thomas Caldwell, an insurrectionist, a man alleged to be a member of the group The Oath Keepers. Person two also, quote, stormed the barricades at the Capitol on January 6th alongside Thomas Caldwell. The government's indictments further indicate that Caldwell, who, by the way, is a 65-year-old man, is dangerous insurrectionist, was led to believe there would be a, quote, quick reaction force also participating on January 6th. That quick reaction force, Caldwell was told, would be led by someone called Person three, who had a hotel room and an accomplice with him. But wait... Here's the interesting thing. Person two and person three were organizers of the riot. The government knows who they are, but the government has not charged them. Why is that? You know why. They were almost certainly working for the FBI. So FBI operatives were organizing the attack on the Capitol on January 6th, according to government documents. And those two are not alone. In all, Revolver News reported there are, quote, upwards of 20 unindicted co-conspirators in the Oath Keeper indictments, all playing various roles in the conspiracy, who have not been charged for virtually the exact same activities, and in some cases, much, much more severe activities, as those named alongside them in the indictments. Huh? So it turns out that this white supremacist insurrection was, again, by the government's own admission in these documents, organized at least in part by government agents. Yes, sir. So, yeah, I mean, probably nothing new to you if you listen to this this show or like things like that, alternative stuff. But... And that's kind of crazy for him to come out on mainstream news and say that and call out the FBI for for doing that. And he goes on to explain how dangerous this is where you have the FBI trying to radicalize people and and um like get them to do terrorist acts just for political purposes too and like how the government how these politicians are using the FBI to to go after their fucking enemies, you know? And it's just weird. It's 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 honestly crazy what's happening right now. So little update on what's going on with the bullshit insurrection, which I don't know how anyone believed in that from the get-go, but it was a big thing. And uh people were tripping on it to say the least. So, what else we got going on here? Do, 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 do. I had something I was I wanted to read to you. Just give me one minute here. 
figure out how to use my phone. Here we go. Uh, this is an article from Zero Hedge. It says, why are hordes of wealthy people hitting the escape button and heading to Montana? This is by Tyler Durden for Zero Hedge. Uh, it says, oh, actually, I'm sorry. This is by Michael Snyder via the Economic Collapse blog. And it says, why have thousands upon thousands of very wealthy people suddenly felt an overwhelming urge to buy a home in Montana? At this moment, Montana is one of the hottest real estate markets in the entire country. When a desirable house is put on the market, it can often spark a wild bidding war. Of course, the vast majority of the potential buyers involved in these bidding wars do not actually have any roots in Montana at all. Vast hordes of wealthy individuals from L.A., San Francisco, New York, and other major cities are flooding into the state, and there's only a limited amount of housing to accommodate them. As a result, home prices are being pushed to absolutely absurd levels. And it's the same situation here where I am in Carson City, uh, Reno as well. Fucking nuts. In the Flathead Valley, home builders have been working incredibly hard to construct houses for the new arrivals. The following comes from a New York Post article entitled, Montana, the sold-out state New Yorkers can't get enough of. All around the lodge, along Montana Highway 35, from Kalispell to Whitefish, are what the locals call COVID homes, prefabricated track houses that line up along what used to be a timber farm, all of which were built last year and sold at around, at around 550 grand. Most were bought sight unseen for cash deals, said Doug Averill. 550 grand may seem like a hefty price when these homes originally went up, but today 550 would be considered a bargain price. That's because the average selling price of those homes now is more than $638,000. In May 2020, the average sale price for a home in Flathead County was 447 grand. A year later, it was 638 grand, so about 200 grand more. Uh, the average number of days a property stayed on the market has been cut almost in half from 77 days to 41 days. And that was from uh, May 2020, it was 77 days, and in May 2021, it was 41 days. And it goes on to talk about how beautiful it is, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it's just saying that people don't want to live in these big cities anymore. They're trying to get out. They're trying to get into the rural areas. And it seems like they're doing some prepper type of shit. It says, as I've been encouraging people to do for years... Those that are leaving are looking for areas with low population density and low crime rates. Of course, the wealthy also value great natural beauty, and this is one of the reasons why the Flathead Valley has become so popular. And once they've purchased their beautiful new homes in remote parts of the nation, many wealthy individuals are filling them up with emergency food and supplies. Collectively, rich people tend to be much more into prepping than the general population as a whole. Sadly, the vast majority of the population is still asleep. The mainstream media keeps telling us that everything's going to work out fine somehow, and most Americans blindly believe them. Meanwhile, many among the wealthy are buying up properties in remote areas at a blistering pace, and this is going to permanently change the character of these communities. So you got little, uh, you know, little rural fishing, hunting towns, whatever, and these rich people coming in and buying up the homes and doomsday prepping that shit. And it makes you wonder if they know something that we don't or if they're just more proactive about it, probably. Uh, wealthy people tend to be better at preparing. That's how they got wealthy, a lot of them. So it's it's interesting to note, and especially when we take into account what we might be in for in terms of this summer with uh, the fires and shit if you're on the West Coast, and then this fall and winter when the next phase of the lockdowns begin, it's kind of concerning. It makes you wonder. Maybe you should, you know, it's it's never a bad idea to stock up on supplies, some non-perishable food items, and things to just keep you safe in case shit really does hit the fan. You know, beans, bullets, and band-aids, baby. That's all we need. Let's listen to some shit off the new Ransom album. Uh, this guy is incredible. This is Ransom and Royce the 5-9. Ransom spits like a 16, and then Royce the 5-9 spits like 3,000 bars. Check it out.
turn your back and they'll shove a knife in your ribs A father raising a gun while his son is fighting a bid Ironic cause he ain't really have nothing nicer to give You live the life that you loved and you'll love the life that you live So what's the price if you did? Love life but can't afford a club night With champagne taste, money is Bud Light You telling me to be negative, that's your blood type? It's hard to sleep in the bed you made when the bugs bite I'm sleepwalking, I come outside when the streets darken Try not to oblige when you hear greed talking I'm Frank White, it's no plea bargain King of my city, I'm a survey damn fiend that I see walking Don't be threatened, I teach lessons Don't call me king cause every king suffered a beheading It's seven deadly sins, better preach reverend I sever limbs with this sweet weapon, you better keep Stepping, I'm taking off, I'll see you all soon What's a mogul without his money? A soldier without his war wounds I'm hieroglyphics in a lost tomb These are the facts, if you the richest in here Then you in the wrong room Shucking and jiving, get you called coon Yeah, we all goons, you a cartoon You play a shark cool, I can get you harpoon I talk to him like Malcolm under a dark moon Harsh tunes, you want the smoke? I got all fumes Yeah, a sharp broom like what God used In too deep, no time to argue When your skin is a dark hue Little man got his heart bruised and I'm John Q Had to breeze when them arms drew Yeah, known to squeeze like a mongoose Alarm you indeed for this greed Niggas harm you, think it's time that you leave Don't believe, but I warned you, it's on you uh, Invest our spending in cars and bikes Collect our stimulus stars and stripes We left our women with scars and gripes In death our remnant starving nights Mama sent me to help out many to borrow some rights Them jail bars, eminent guards and fights Them L's authentic as Carl Knight And they trending as Telfar Clemens and Charleston White uh, True anomaly, deeper viewers optometry Numerology speaking through this autonomy While elitists confuse Tell Thomas McDonald we don't agree with his views But we approve of his honesty That Beretta too deadly left his head in shambles Packing federal weaponry, shoveling mega manholes Rather eat in the culture, never even a shorter Who celebrate when they see you eight with seven candles Bahamadia or Heather B Every queen should never have to question a pedigree That's Kevin Samuels A Richard ruler to a comedic G My queen a better you is a better me That's Tevin Campbell Why the labels embellishing why they never cancel Propagated to skeleton why they sell a scandal Why the Reverend Rambos Noriega probably a better commando Schwarzenegger was Reagan's Rambo Your blow stepped on, let show set known Yo connect in the Rolodex, Gomez Jones He with three of his groupies, give him co-ed chrome Leave him with these little Uzis, give him forehead stones Gold chain sneakers, choose your battle When Juice World, with Juice World shallow And Cobain's deeper The dope games eat the cocaine beepers Coltrane peaks, the most ain't speakers The bro can't reach us, the woke can't either Sleeping with soul train divas, we post sangria I speak for my quiches, my no-name chicas Our folks ain't teachers, our dope can't free us You thousand error to register, never popped a tag Your concierge never helped you out with your shopping bags You not a real goon fam, you ever got the pass You not a real doom fan, you never copped a mask Been two-stepping since Jay-Z was yelling holla back Produced records for Shady but never got the plaque What I will retort is highly enforced, invite me to war Smile in the court, then buy me a Porsche Hoes colder than Debbie Allen, I mighty divorced Those poet and Edgar Allen who tried me before Who likely a corpse Who reppin' the culture with Megas toes Is less of importance than Kylie's divorce Uh, the psychology of a meth head Titty licking the mozzie like I'm trying to be breastfed My biggest fear is being sick with a problem My children ain't proud of me giving an apology from my deathbed We to turn a friend into an enemy Turn a positive energy to a jealousy You better be aware if you don't wanna pay the penalty Don't play the game if you don't care about your legacy You telling me? Check, check out my melody Can't be my dog if I ain't sure about your pedigree Hope these words are sticking to you like Velcro Money can't buy you love, but it buys you everything else, though Whoa Whoa Yeah yeah, you know, that was a cool song. Those guys can rap for sure. Ransom is just crazy. He's really good. And so is Voice to Five Nine, obviously. But I've seen this on a few, uh, or heard this on a few songs that Royce has been featured on where the dude whose song it is, he like, or just whatever, you know, it's two two rappers making a song. The guy, one guy will spit like a regular, a regular sized verse, a regular length verse, 16 bars. And then Royce the Five Nine will come in with like, 59 bars or something uh, it's funny which i'm not complaining about i'll listen to it it's cool dude probably just he's on a roll he's like i'm just gonna keep writing man i'm fucking i don't give a fuck ah so here we are what is it the 16th of june we're on the 16th of june 
What's going on in the news? Bunch of bullshit, I'm sure. Just telling everyone to get the vaccine. But let's get let's get a little uh Oh, man, I I just saw this clip before I started doing this. It was Joe Biden talking about giving some press conference. And then he says he's about to take questions. And he says, "Uh, yeah, they gave me a list of people I'm going to call on to answer the questions. So, uh, yeah, John, you're first. (laughs) It's pretty funny. And he's just admitting how he's just a controlled puppet. And I'm sure you've seen how he'll uh, he'll just be like fucking talk about how he's going to get in trouble. He's like, oh, they don't want me to talk about this. They're so going to get me in trouble. And it's like, what are you talking about, dude? You're the fucking president. Like, why are you scared of getting in trouble? Who's going to get you in trouble? And it's just, he's a guy's very fucking weird, man. Here, I'll play the clip for you. It's pretty funny. So this is from the Breaking 911 tweet. It says, he says, I'll take your questions. And as usual, folks, they gave me a list of the people I'm going to call on. And as usual, folks, they gave me a list. I'll take your questions. And as usual, folks, they gave me a list of the people I'm going to call on. So uh, Jonathan, Associated Press. I'll take your questions, and as usual, folks, they gave me a list of the people I'm going to call on. So, uh, Jonathan, Associated Press. Who the fuck is they? He says they gave me a list of the people I'm going to call on. Who is they? Fucking Illuminati is who it is. It's reminiscent of this thing I've seen of Obama, where Obama's giving a... uh, He's giving an interview with Stephen Colbert of the Colbert Report, who I'm not a big fan of. He used to be funny, and now he's just a fucking douche. And Stephen Colbert was asking him, like, you know, what if, what if you could do a third term? Would you do it? We really need you back. This orange man's bad type of thing. This is during Trump's presidency. And then Obama goes on to say that, well, you know, I wouldn't want to be up in front of the people all the time, but if I could just be at home in my basement, in my sweats, and the president had some sort of earpiece and I was telling him what to do, well, I'd be down to do that. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what we have here. And Joe Biden is just such a clown. He is He's not there all mentally. Like, I don't even know if it's really him. I think it could be a clone or a... a body double or whatever, but I've seen photos where they're comparing his ears and his chin and just these part of, parts of his face that, that look different, and the guy looks way different. His, his whole demeanor is different, and it's just very weird. And I just watched the movie Manchurian Candidate the other day, and it really got me thinking how many of these politicians could just be mind control fucking experiments. And when you think about how old this technology is, like back to the 50s, it was incredibly advanced with Dr. Jose Delgado and his implantable devices that he would put in people's brains, one of them being called the Stimosiever. And he did this famous experiment with a bull where he had the bull rush towards him and then he flipped the switch and then the bull stopped dead in his tracks because he had activated through electrical stimulation this this portion of the, the bull's brain that caused him to calm down. And um, of course, he didn't develop that technology so he could fuck with bulls. It's, it's always to control humans and that's what all of this stuff is about. That's what the uh, Neuralink thing is that Elon Musk tries to remote... Uh, all this stuff, man. It's all about controlling people, getting into their head, and uh, just owning people and the entire world. So, very strange. And as I've done before on this show, I have to draw the possible connection between whatever is in this vaccine and some sort of mind control technology. Because the forefront of technology right now and where shit is And what's possible, it's injectable nanotechnology inside of the body that can go and target various diseases, uh, parts of the brain, parts of the eyes, whatever they want. They can program these little micro-sized robots, nano-sized robots, to uh, perform these jobs and these tasks. 
and to interact with uh to interact with electrical you know electromagnetic fields and shit like that so it's it's really crazy stuff and how do like it's just strange why they want people to all take the vaccine it looks like they might try to make it into a law or just make it impossible if you don't have it it's a lot worse in countries like the UK and America's getting there as well but you just have to be suspic- uh, suspicious <laughs> i almost said specific you have to be suspicious and when you know about this type of technology and what they want to use it for and what it can already be used for and people like DARPA are the ones developing this and they came out and said they have right on their website that they're like the main people who developed this mRNA vaccine it's like it doesn't take much to put the dots together this isn't that far of a reach to think that there's some sort of fishy fucking technology inside of this vaccine that they want everyone to have and that they're trying to bribe people into getting. It's just so suspicious and you have to be incredibly naive to not smell something fishy going on here. But most people blindly trust the government and they don't want to get in trouble. They're like deathly afraid of doing the wrong thing and being called out and being ostracized or whatever. So most people will just go along with it. Pathetic little fucking pussy ass sheep. That's what most people are. Yeah, somebody's got to say it. Kind of sound like a dick saying that, but it's fucking true. <laughs> so, got to call it for what it is, man. Got to call a spade a spade when you see it. Um, yeah, if you if you if you're interested in learning about this, you can read Ray Kurzweil's book called "The Age of Spiritual Machines." He's a transhumanist. He was the ex CEO of Google. Very powerful man. Very rich. Very intelligent. And he was part of this group. This group that controls the world and whose responsibility is to present this technology to the public and make it seem like it's the coolest shit and that it's just going to be used to improve people's lives. But in actuality, it's always the the only reason they would ever release this type of technology to the public is because it works to their benefit. It makes it easier for them to control us and it allows them to manipulate us in some sort of a way. And to have direct access to people's brains via technology of whatever sort is like, it's the totalitarian, tyrannical asshole's dream. That's like what they would love, man. So, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe it's just a great little injection that's uh, gonna make it so you're nice and healthy and so you don't get COVID, Maybe it's a rushed experimental mRNA thing that's not even really a vaccine. I mean, that's what it is. You know? So at the very least, you could be concerned about the expediency with which it was produced. And that should be enough of a reason not to get it. But then, you know, the deeper you go down the rabbit hole, you learn about what they got and, and what the real agenda is with these people. Yeah, you'll find a lot more reasons to be suspicious than than just the normal shit, the normie, the normie suspicions. Uh, but we're all trained to be naive and just ignore it and just have a good time and, you know, take your shot and then you'll get to go to the Dodgers game. So with that being said, I think I'm going to bounce out of here. I'm going to leave you with a little twofer because I'm out of shit to talk about. I'm not going to lie. It's been a while. I'm rusty. It's been like three weeks. So I'm going to leave you with a little bit of Juan Pan Dos by Crime Apple followed by Primo's Four Course Meal by Self Title and DJ Premier. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. If you want to support me, you can go to homagetheliankiller.com. I have things for sale there. You can also buy shit or donate or whatever, man, whatever you want to do. Uh, thanks a lot. Peace out. Como me dicen, you don't fuck with crime. A mí me dicen Juan Pan, soy panadería The smoking not enough, a mí me dio alegría You on your phone typing tough, but how you gonna see us? No disrespect, but how the fuck you gonna flex the real? Fuck fighting me, gonna fight your demons I'm a behemoth, fucking up your budget and nemes Expensive shoe buyer, Ben's coupe driver Chicken head curve and set the booth on fire 
Blue bread diet, I need all the carbs Your grip on Peter, you need more to spar Cut the chit-chat, miss me with the mishaps When you stack looking this fat, you blow a kiss back I'm good without a deal, these motherfuckers is big mad I'm shook behind the wheel, I think I just heard a rib snap Y'all all vaginal, need douching Mad we stretch though, you eating but need gluten Hardly in a spot for too long, now we moving Your low frequency don't resonate, you need Schumann I speak fluent, matalo por tirar sal Hablar mal, que van a decir de one pound? Touching all this bread, they call me one pound Touching all this bread, they call me one pound Paul Pierce lifestyle minus the broadcast. The forecast was more cash. Eat a dick, fall back. I seen the teeth marks in my format. When beef start, we at your doormat, make your walls crack. I mean, me dicen Wang Pang, soy panadería. The junkie not enough, a mí me dio alegría La madre mía en vacaciones en una playa I'm in the lab cooking real low full of remolacha ¿Qué te pasa? You know you pop up with many gualas Ask your Frank Lopez, what's a hasa? You switch teams like Derrick Rose when the pole pop up Far as the lineup, I'm Jalen Rose, Barbara You know who got butter? I don't got many friends, just Benjamins, Benzes, and box cutters. The dots love us, they come to the shows and hand me femur. My man run up, you know who turning to Stanley Steamer. Bunch of pills in a bag like I ran with geezers. I'm talking Mortimers and Ebenezers. Reefer got red hair, pack on Reba. I knock divas, then tell them que tranquila. Wow. Touching all this bread, they call me one bun. Touching all this bread, they call me one bun. Somebody, I, I thank you. <laughs> I love you, man. I love you. Man. I got my MTV out. Savage! I'm a savage! Oh! I'm a savage! Whatever I want, I'm going to get! Whatever I want, I have to get! Yes! What's next? What's next? I gotta get it. I'm not gonna stay fucking down. I'm not gonna stay fucking lying down. I'm not. I can't do that, man. Can't do that. <laughs> Self-titled the motherfucking landmine lieutenant. Back up in this business for show though. Sammy the sleaze bag, what's good, pimp Tation? I'm about to show you what happened to MC's the Karam. I'm right here, we ain't going no motherfucking where. We gonna do it like this. Check it. Yeah, yo. Stand back, you heard, sir, murders occur My verbs are disturbed, my curse words are hurting your herbs Alert in the service, bringing marines with kerosene flasks Guns and masks, jumping through glass with sick 229s and MP5s I rapid fire bus and spray men When I was a baby, my pacifier was a grenade pen And yes, I'm from Tampa, no, I'm not a buccaneer But I'll be buccaneer, your main arteries, you're fucking queer The sun is here, cover your eyes, all my attributes is dangerous My mustache is murderous, my hip bone will send your clip home With they ribs blown back and they wigs sewn to they six-pack cartilage and a gift my cartridges click clack and leave you in your bitch clap Now your bitch ass need a neck brace with a chin strap We swing machetes at crews with little ice picks And niggas round my way call me the Cuban Missile Crisis My rap's not for emo kids My flamethrower leave you bald head like chemo kids I ain't a gangster and a gentleman, I'm one of the two Don't open doors for bitches, so which one would you choose? Playboy, make you steak sauce, A1 you gay soft Not your both of them, what's in my holster? Take your face off, we bout to kick off My money stacks make the rubber band snap My number runners getting bundled with no Government tax, ain't no 2080 split Better give me half or you could get your jaw split Courtesy of any pass, AOTP or DE, MIGOD, ZE either or with C4 galore Heat is poor, I got 
got the fever for Some thick skeezers and a need for whores She got an apple bum, so what the fuck we need Bonita for Rappers try to pull my cards, I gave them a shuffle Got a mouth, took they body, so I gave them a shovel Running 10 laps in a second when I'm rapping on records Came in the game in 98, and I'm already a legend Back in the day, me and Dutch Massive Scheming just to get in Now we slinging wax from 813 to the Kremlin Hook, line, and sink of my hooks and lines Will sink your leagues under the sea Up my sleeves, up under the fleece No tricks, just a loaded piece Chrome heat, put you in a coma sleep With a comb over the coat with holes in your cheek And I don't care if you worship I'll put a bullet in your temple Leave you bit and crippled Wife and kids get sentimental Your best soldiers ain't comparable to my B-team Fuck Nas, Mission Impossible be my thief's theme Each beam I aim multiplied by eight You getting fucked on your album and getting raped on mixtape Sidekick with the flip face and targeting system Heat vision like the predator I'm slaughtering victims The harder I hit them, nigga the better they know Call up the reverend and we bringing holy shit to your show These holy clips leave you holy split And every hoe I hit get baptized in holy water Coming out the hole in my dick I stay holding my dick You thought I wasn't one of them Spitting flim on Bibles in God's crib Right in front of him I'm iceberg But not slim More like the type of shit that sunk the Titanic That irreversible damage There's no recovery possible No nurses, no hospital No stuff bears and get well called Just self-spitting house bars You grew up on a farm Where the Amish getting their goats from I'm from the dirty south But I'm clean so call me soap scum I'll sell the same beat twice Double dipping and re-up I ain't married to this rap game We ain't signing a prenup You up late watching Raunchy cable And I'ma creep behind your couch And crack your motherfucking skull On the coffee table And that's that you crack rats 64 bars like it ain't nothing Primo what up We bring that real shit back That raw shit You heard the word Yo Better say cheese motherfuckers Yeah Before I squeeze motherfuckers Uh Better say cheese motherfuckers Yo Before I squeeze motherfuckers Motherfucker